0: This week on The Reverse Stick Australia's Sultana brand Hockey One gets underway and we take on a couple of tigers Tazzy Tigers And welcome to the Matt Allen Hockey Show. I'm your host, John Lee, and I'll just be leading you through the thoughts and feelings of Matt Allen this Hockey
1: Week. Are you particularly relaxed or something this evening?
0: Well, actually, it was more a sign of that I've done bloody stuff all research, and it's basically your show this week. I see.
1: Right, I get it. Good evening, folks. Welcome to episode 113 of the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. What a pleasure it is to be here once again with you talking all things hockey. Great show coming up. Uh, We've got a lovely chat with uh, Sarah and Sam McCambridge from the Tasmania Tigers. Featuring yep. in the Hockey One League. Looking forward to bringing you that. Uh, and there's lots, lots more to talk about. Uh, we'll take you through some of the facts and the, the deets on the, uh, the Hockey One League, which gets underway. Um, I've got a surprise. I've got another revelationary article from the Indian press to share with John a little bit later on that he hasn't read yet? so far. So that's going to be fun for everyone. About compliance. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you're going to love it, mate. You're going to love it. How's your hockey week? Oh, pretty relaxed. Yep.
0: Yep. But no training, no state okay. training. Well, we had a game, but I had to work, so I missed
1: it. You missed that one, yeah.
0: In fact, it's been work, work, work all this week.
1: That's good. You need the dollars to pay for all this steak kit. I do, because
0: I'll be missing days off work, work,
1: work. That's it. (laughs) I mean, I'm away, so... You can't eat hockey balls, but you can work hard before going to play in a hockey tournament. Uh, not a lot for me on hockey wise. No, no really quite, quite Just organising summer stuff and uh, winding bits and pieces up. Still chasing people for fees. If you owe your fees still at the club, please pay them. Will you be looking at uh, winding up full stop from
0: your current pres- vice presidential role?
1: Uh, I think I would like to. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: <laughs> new constitution means I can't give up till February anyway. So uh, I, I would like to hand it on and concentrate on some other things. We've got so many great things happening with walking hockey. Had yeah, a meeting yeah. with somebody from. Um, Aged care for the, for the uh, sort of the, the local government area, and uh, looking to do something in Seniors Week with walking hockey. We've already got a stall, at another um, uh, have a go day happening in Seniors Week as well. So lots happening with that. I'd love to try and focus on some of these other areas where we can continue to grow the game, John.
0: You, <laughs> as you know, uh, yep. Mrs. Lee's had a crack at walking yep. hockey, and um, maybe we should have a short interview with Mrs. Lee about rules. Um, and walking uh, what,
1: a, for for a, a newbie coming in, absolute the game. knows yes. nothing yep.
0: about it. Um, and well,
1: yeah, well, I, wit- I witnessed the other day exactly exactly what you did is that we changed the rules despite the fact we'd already written the rules down, and we thought, well, we will just adapt it a little bit more. And do you know who? I the think main- it's
0: about time we d- got together with Alan d- and codified walking no, Alan's got his, he's got
1: his rules the problem is when you bring it to Fremantle there are some people involved that go well that's great thanks very much but we're not interested in your colonial rules thanks very much we'll uh, we'll take those and we'll suit to make them suit Australian conditions is it is it a bit
0: like Monopoly? And so it's a big or shout, big shout America. out,
1: big shout out to Jim Banks, uh, on that one, <laughs> who's, uh, one of the driving forces behind walking hockey at our club. Thanks, Jim. And Jim's, uh, been announced this week he will be going to Tokyo 2020 for the Masters World Cup as the Australian Over 75s coach. Check cool. that out. Yeah.
0: Well done, Jim.
1: Yeah. Well done, Jim. Great stuff.
0: Yeah. But codify. We need to codify. Well,
1: them. we don't, because there are a set of rules. You should just take the rules that have been set by the people that started the game. But no, 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 that's no. That's what
0: makes it like Monopoly or 21. Depending on whose house you're in, yes yeah, 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 yeah. what rules you have to play. Yeah, that, no, that's right. Okay, so I get it. Uh, we should get to the next bit.
1: you <whistles> What do you got? A few international um, games happening uh, no. in the past few days?
0: No. What? in progress but nothing has officially been played. Oh no, no, no.
1: um uh India had a 2-0 win over a uh, let's say a second string Belgian side on the the tour uh when was that yesterday? I, uh, is that not, is that not classed as an official test match? It's, it's not on the it's TMS. It's not on TMS. Oh maybe you don't get any caps for that one.
0: Uh the interesting question I did notice that people talking about that result though. Yeah. Um uh, interesting conversation about The
1: various strengths Of the teams involved Well, strengths of the teams involved and also the strengths of some of the Social media coverage around, around The game um, There was obviously there was no footage, somebody we know Was on the ground and gave us uh, A few tips on what was happening Game wise, but it certainly didn't reflect Some of the social media Output from India Look, a 2-0 win against the world champions Were they not happy the European in champions
2: Were they not uh, happy
1: or what? No, very happy about oh, it. Of, okay. course, of course, they're happy about it, but it's not really a true, a true reflection on the standard of the the opposition within you know with the game. Look, a win's a win. You got to be happy with a win.
0: Maybe uh, the fact that it's not a full test reflects. You
1: know. Well, know anyway, that. just uh, yeah, don't believe everything you read certainly don't believe everything you hear Well,
0: look, it's also a, an intriguing part of the hockey calendar as far as uh, some teams are concerned some teams are qualified for events some teams haven't qualified some might be experimenting some might not be experimenting
1: it's, oh, it's, it's all about uh, warm-ups for these for the Olympic qualifiers isn't it that's uh, that's everything that's, which is part of
0: the, the upcomings because uh, we do have some upcoming Test France and Ireland. Uh, that's senior men. They're going on in Bordeaux. Two matches there. Uh, France and Belgium men are playing in Lille on the 8th, uh, the 10th to the 15th, New Zealand and Japan. Uh, that's for men as well from in uh, Stratford in New Zealand. Then the Sultan of Johor Cup in Malaysia for under 21 men. And some more test matches going on in the latter half of the month. Germany and Pakistan, men, the 22nd and 23rd, two games. Uh, And then the FAH Olympic qualifiers for men and women start on the 25th of October, which we've talked about a little bit before. And in the next couple of weeks, we'll talk about some more.
1: Indeed we will. Um, But, yeah, not a lot of results. Obviously, there's uh, a lot of the domestic stuff now underway in the UK, in the Netherlands, in Belgium and There are some things
0: going on at the moment, though. We miss them. Ireland are playing China in a couple of games. That's
1: women's women's games.
0: Women's games. Yep. And i uh, just wait for 4-2 uh, to Ireland in the first game and 1-0 in the second game to Ireland. So they won both tests there. Uh, we just got to wait for the computers to well, go you round You've
1: got to click the button.
0: I did click the button. When well, don't you scroll, the, scroll along
1: the thing at the top? Don't bother going into that. Go to the scrolly thing at the top oh. and then you can just... I know, you've clicked it already now.
0: Yeah, the USA are taking on Canada and Lancaster in the US. uh, Spooky Nook. Spooky Nook, an hour away from the second match. The first match has been played and was a 3-1 victory to the US. And two days ago they played, but there's no result. It doesn't say.
2: All
1: the news, it's current all the time here on the Reverse Stick. Current as far far as the FIH
0: Match Centre goes. Thank you very much. The match. It's there. Now, who's going to let us know now, don't you? Have you gone back? Uh, do I click back just or click, home? No,
1: just, no, Just click back. That's click it. Click back. And a little arrow facing backwards on okay. there. We're doing well yep, here, folks. And then use your little scrolly bar at the top. So no, no, no. Click that. Click the, no, the little, just move the little bar here in the middle. Oh, come, that one. Come on, Pops. OK. World uh, Belgium, that's India. That's, no, that's there. That's all the results. There you go.
0: Yep. There we go. Oh, wait. The USA Canada two days ago. It's not there on the scrolly bar either.
1: Either. Maybe someone didn't put the result in. That's it's there. And that would be a $150 fine to that individual.
2: Yeah. Oh, talking about fines. What's our bank account
1: but, but apparently, there's some money gone into the FIH. Really? Yeah. Where from? I don't know. It's just, um, but uh, maybe they're not, the financial situation isn't quite as dire as it might have been two or three days ago. So that's nice. That's good to hear.
0: Well, they take some of their old bottles down for a refund but Who
1: knows? <laughs> You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Now, a lot going on this week, John. Of course, yep. predominantly a lot of stuff going on here in Australia with the Hockey One League. And a headline sponsor has been announced in the past few days. So, Fantastic. Uh, as, as you mentioned at the top of the show, the Sultana Bran Hockey One League. That's good to hear, isn't it? Well, A headline sponsor. Very excited, I must say. Now, we didn't want to um, go too heavy on the uh, scatology. Um, You you came out and made a tweet pretty early um, that you didn't want to receive any uh, puns with regard to Sultana Bran taking on the main sponsorship of the league. I mean, it will help them budget, won't it? Can I just say, first of all... budget, Budget. Budget, yeah? Budget. Oh, and the, and the great no, thing—the no. great thing is that there'll be some games being no. <laughs> games. Being, there'll be some games being played at two thirty as well.
2: Mm. Well, that's, no. a, that's the
1: wrong one, mate. No, <laughs> that's the right one. That's what you want. Uh, there'll be regular updates. Uh, regular updates through social media. It's, you know, it's good to be regular. Um, and uh, <laughs> apparently, all the info can be bram loaded online uh, on your smartphone.
3: Anyway, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to
1: the uh, the first and the second games, but particularly the third game.
2: <laughs> yes,
0: thank you very much, Mister Matt Allen. I must say I'm not very often excited about sponsorship announcements as far as who the sponsor is. Yeah. Because very often I'm not interested in what that person's selling. But can I say that I'm stoked at Seltana brand?
1: Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's a good healthy brand. I think it it suits our hockey brand well. Um, it's a it's an internationally known name. They they've signed it for 2 years, which is great. It's not just a 1 year deal, so I think that makes yep. a big difference.
0: Well, let's face it. For a, a sportsman needs a good source of energy and and food. And you got your five main food groups. You've You've got your hamburgers, kebabs, yeah, pizza, yeah, fried stuff, yeah. and brand. cereal. Yeah. And, and Sultana brand's one of the big four. You uh, know, there's,
1: Sult- there's Sultanas in there as well. Or, oh, that's, that's right.
0: But you got, got your cocoa wine, pops, it? you've got your rice bubbles, you've got your Sultana brand, you've got your weet and they they cover all your cereal needs. Oh, fantastic. Well, Sultana Brown is ace. I like
1: Sultana Brown. Okay, thumbs up on a sponsorship deal from John. You heard it here first. Um,
2: it's got little raisins
1: in it. No, they're called Sultanas. It's not raisins. That's, that's why it's called. It's not called Raisin brand. They were raisins before they became
0: Sultanas. No, they weren't.
1: Or do they become
0: raisins? They were grapes.
1: They were grapes before. Okay. That's all you've got, you got to worry about.
0: But the little flake and they're crunchy. And they're really good at about 2 a.m. Yeah. Watching like you know how you binge, people binge watch stuff and it's up late? Just to, like in a cup, no milk. Binge anything,
1: watch, binge it binge eat your bran.
0: Well, instead of eating chips and crap like that, have a cup of saltano. Okay, you,
1: you heard it here it really first. Good. Lifestyle lessons on the reverse stick. You can get more lifestyle lessons of course by tuning into our social media channels on Facebook, That's on right. Twitter, Instagram, uh, all at the reverse stick. Oh, what have you done with the desk, mate? We're trying to get slippery. You just got
0: me. ahead of yourself, so, my friend. You just got a little bit ahead of yourself.
1: You know what we need? Not that. Oh, how embarrassing! <laughs> how embarrassing. <laughs> this is very clever. You've taken something off there. What are you doing? No,
0: you press that to make it play. Oh
1: yes, right. <laughs> <laughs>
4: This is Pumele Lambande, captain of the
2: champion Blood River Bunters, and you are listening to the Reverse Stick Global Hockey Podcast.
1: So you are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey podcast, and it is featured interview time once again, and we've got a right treat this week, John. Um, Hockey One, just around the corner. Tassie Tigers, to get the week off this week, and we've got the pleasure of speaking to brother and sister duo, Sam and Sarah McCamridge. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks
3: very much. Thanks for having us.
1: Now, this is our first double interview going down the line, so we hope this all works out all right for us. Um, so uh, you've both had a lot of experience of playing in the AHL, the Australian Hockey League, over the previous years. Um, we now see the new format, the Hockey One League. First off, I guess I'd like to know what your thoughts are about the new format.
3: Um, it's really exciting um, to be involved in the inaugural year of the Sultana Brown Hockey one is very exciting and um, from the sort of trial uh, games or trial rules that they added in last year and have now modified for this year um, it's going to be really fantastic and I think take that game to the next level and make it really exciting for the people watching
1: Yeah well you said people watching of course the games will be streamed here in Australia live on KO Sports every single one of them that's uh, that's something we've been wanting for a long, long time, don't you think, Sam?
4: Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. And, um, I've, I've been playing AHL for uh, m- many years now and to see sort of the changes that have come through has been, um, really pleasing to see. And this is just the, the next level, um, getting, getting online and the finals live on Fox Sports is just an amazing, amazing experience. And hopefully that we can get there to be on featured in those games.
0: Speaking of changes, Sam, one of them they're introducing this year is uh, cutting the bench slightly. You're going to be missing a couple of players on the rotation. Has there been much of a focus on that and perhaps what, the way you'll deal with it?
4: Yeah, big time. It's, it's definitely a big change. Um, it means everyone's going to be that little bit up, You're going to be having more game time, and especially in our trainings, um, Coach Andrew McDonald has been focusing on um fitness quite a bit so we've had a lot of lot of tough sessions along the way and we continue to do that leading up to our first game next week. So yeah, it's gonna be gonna be interesting but it's, I think it's gonna be very high pace
1: nonetheless. One one of the things we think we'll probably see well is is most sides probably just taking the one goalkeeper in. Is that what you'll be doing with the Tigers? Yeah, yeah, we'll be taking
4: one goalkeeper in. We've got two in the squad but we'll be taking one away and um one one player through each line, but there's definitely players who'll be flexible throughout the different lines
1: if, if things don't go go our way. So who's the flexible one for the men to uh, put the pads on?
4: <laughs>
1: um, I remember being a goalkeeper back in primary
4: school, but there's probably a few guys with a bit more experienced than me.
1: <laughs> and Sarah, Sarah, what about with the women? Who, who's likely to uh, put their hand up to to go in goal if the keeper drops out?
3: Look, we'll probably play with eleven field players before that happens. I think in the women's team, um, <laughs> rather than putting someone in. Um, but you never know; someone might be really keen and want to put their hand up. Now, what
0: about the home games, guys? Um, you're looking forward to those, obviously. You had the pro league earlier this year, but you know, getting some supporters out there and, and interested in the game and enthusiastic about it.
4: Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's nothing better than playing in front of your friends and family and other um, hockey families back here. Everyone sort of knows each other around the around the traps down here in Hobart, so we're a very tiny community. So everyone um, loves to come out and support Tassie, and we're hoping for a really big crowd. I think last year when we had our home games here, we had some of the biggest um, crowds throughout the whole tournament, so we're hoping to go a bit better this year.
1: Do you, do you know how the membership sales have gone so far?
4: Uh, I'm not quite sure about the exact numbers, but I believe they're going pretty well from all reports.
1: Now, tell us about the playing group. If you start off, Sam, and um, let us know the ones to watch in the upcoming Sultana Brown Hockey One comp.
4: Um, well, in our team, you've got you know the likes of Eddie Ockenden and Jeremy Haywood to come to play with us from Northern Territory which would be good um, Tim Deven's obviously a, a star player has been for many years um, and you've got a couple of young guys um, who are playing in the Aslan Sharp tournament sort of halfway through Sam McCulloch and Goblin Gill um, they're they're really good players coming through and you know they're going to be playing AHL for many years to come
0: What about you Sarah? How are the women looking?
3: Um, We welcome back a number of experienced players this year, so some that have had a couple of years off or or have um, been away overseas. Um, So really, really strong defensive and midfield group this year. Um, We're also bolstered by three imports. Um, We've got one uh, one of our players, Kat, who's um, come from the Czech Republic. We've got a Canadian... Um, in Cass and we've got Esme, um, a German import from who lives over in Melbourne. So um, really, really exciting to have them in amongst the group and adding to that experience. But we've also got some young ones coming through. um, Lauren Canning, Sophie Rockefeller, um, Philida Bridley who will be really exciting to watch and again the ones that are going to move forward um, and play in the future years for for the Tassie
1: Tigers. That sounds fantastic and it's good to get that mix of youth and experience. Um, so mm. the games are going to be played over the weekends. Now, the game day squads are 14 players. I guess there's a two-part question. One is is it just the 14 that travel or are there extras that travel? And the second part is when do you find out if you're going to be playing in the, the next weekend's games?
3: Um, so it will just be the 14 that travel. So that's it can be a bit of a, a tricky situation, depending if you know there are injuries that occur in trainings prior to matches when you're away. Um, but we are only allowed to take the 14, um, and then. um do the next bit. You can do the um, second part.
2: But... I think we'll.
4: I'll take over from here. Um, <laughs> We'll probably most likely find out sort of the Monday, the Sunday or Monday, the week yeah. before the game. Um so, you know, with everyone freed themselves up for those weekends, can potentially pick with, you know, organizing work and mm-hmm. whatnot. But yeah, it'll be sort of that five, six days out from the game that we'll find out the the fourteen that'll be going to the
1: next game. And what are preparations looking like? Are you getting a chance to get your groups together or, or at least the, the majority of the groups together?
4: Yeah, we've got a lot, quite a few guys who are based over in, in Perth and a couple in um, New South Wales. Um, so, sort of coming into next week, we'll be all together. But it's been a bit of a theme for the last however many years, with especially with the men's group, that we we don't end up getting together until that final week before the tournament, which doesn't doesn't um, cause many issues because we always you know have a really good week of training and we're ready to go by by the time the first game comes around.
0: Just taking a, a different track for a little while, guys. What about you, brother and sister? How did, A, you get into the game? And is, what sort of our family history is there? Because I believe Matt did some homework for me. And <laughs> and uh, the hockey runs a little bit in your family.
4: Yeah, yeah. So um, parents parents play. Obviously, that's how we got into it when we were young, back in probably grade two or three, that sort of age bracket. Um, so the four of us were playing Minky and then I think we might skipped half field and went straight to full field after that. Um, cousins play. Um, we had an auntie, a late auntie who represents Australia at the 84 Olympics in Los Angeles. Mm. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, mum, mum played count, countless years for A grade hockey down here and um, lots of state teams as well. Um and mum's still playing now, being the oldest, oldest lady playing in the club down here in Hobart. So, did, you did, guys, oh, you
0: guys played at the same club, did you?
4: Yep, yep, so we've played at the same club, um since under 12, um, all the way through. Um that's the club that the parents were at at the time. They hadn't played at different ones, come through union, that sort of thing, but mum's originally from Longfeston out from Hobart, so we um, we started playing with OHA Hockey Club down here, um, and yeah, celebrating 100 years this year for the club has really sort of brought all the sort of history with the families
1: and stuff back together, come out of the woodwork this year. I did say wonderful, 100th year gala dinner on October the 12th, the only problem is you guys have got a game in Sydney the same day. Are you going to yeah. be getting on the plane?
2: That's just cruel, cruel.
1: Yeah. yeah.
4: I think it's the only, the only, um, game where the men's game is before the women's. So there's potential, if I get picked that weekend, to jump on a flight and get back for the dinner. But unfortunately, Sarah may
3: miss I'm it. I'm out of luck.
4: So oh, I'm no, yeah, miss yeah. It.
3: Oh, that's tragic. So, mm. Yeah.
4: So it's, it's bad timing, but in the, uh, at the other hand, we're, we're representing Tassie in the hockey one. So it's, it's, uh, it's a double edged sword, really. Oh, a bit of face well, time. I
3: probably just... won't be here for the next
1: 100, but... So. <laughs> <laughs> good luck to you. <laughs> now, uh, OHA, you call yourselves the Ships. Is that just self-explanatory, or is there something more to it?
4: Um, no, we're just the Ships. It's part of our logo. Um, yeah, it came from way back in the day when they first started the club. They've always been the Ships, so, yeah, that's...
1: Who we are. I think I think it's a nice moniker to have and a lovely thing to you know identify with one another. You know, be, being a ship, it's good stuff.
0: A lot of Tasmanians, mm-hmm. though, in fairness, came to uh, or oh, came there on a ship, though. True. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah,
1: that yeah. all. Them. Yeah. So oh. Maybe it could have come from there. <laughs>
3: we we'll date it back that far. not good.
1: Yeah. I was looking at the club uh, honours board and awards from this season, so congratulations to Sarah um, from winning, and you just mentioned your, your late aunt there, Penny Dunn-Babbin Memorial Trophy for the Premier League mm. Women's Best and Fairest. Mum as well, fourth grade Best and Fairest and Club Woman of the Year. Brother David, President, it's, uh, it's fantastic. The, the hockey family running right through OHA, um, but unfortunately you couldn't quite do it in the grand final this year.
3: No, we it was we did the same thing last year. We Sam and I took over coaching Premier League women in 2018. Um, they'd finished the season the year before bottom of the ladder, um, and we got them through to the grand final, wow. which was fantastic. And couldn't get them over the line. We worked really hard to get to the same position this year, but sadly, not the result we were after. Um, So we're hoping hoping to go third time round and get it on our third go, but we'll we'll have to wait and see there. But a bit bittersweet but sort of makes us hungry, I suppose, for next year to to make it there again and but come away with the goods.
0: Oh, Sarah, look, if you need any grand final day experience. Oh, here we go. How
1: weird. He's done four from four, four years running.
2: I'm oh, pretty
3: happy. Uh, we uh, three,
1: three different grades. Uh, oh,
3: look, look oh, we, we understand. Sam's done four in a row and ooh. I've done four in a row. So oh, we, we've done it. It's just not right now. Just not right now. <laughs>
1: no, well, that was a ding-dong game. Five-four defeat to and. Um, you can catch the highlights uh, on the um, Tassie Premier League uh, Facebook page some great stuff yeah. something, something, you get some really good coverage out of Tasmania and you're not, you're not the biggest state but you certainly punch above your weight both in the media sphere and on the hockey field as well um, we, we wish the Tassie Tigers every success in this year's inaugural Hockey 1 sure do and my
0: second side
1: Huh? that's Am your I second side Thunder Sticks first yeah. Tassie, yeah. Tassie yeah. Tigers second yeah. well,
0: my hockey stick played for s- Tasmania so um, I've got to follow you. Oh, cool! <laughs> we appreciate the support. <laughs> so between you two uh, siblings, who scored more goals for Tasmania?
3: Oh, that's easy. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I don't play striker. <laughs> okay. Yep. It's, it's, my, I, my, I Sam gets the goals, but I set them up. Well, just that's what we could say. I set them all up. <laughs> That's
1: it. That's it. Thank you for your time, guys. All the best. No Thank worries. you very much.
3: Thanks. Thanks for having
0: us. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast, and it was good to talk a little bit of hockey one there and Tassie Tigers
1: with... The Ships. Sam, Sam and Sarah, Ship. The Ships. The Ships from the OHA... Hockey Club there in Hobart. No, absolutely great to, to have them on board. Uh, a brother and sister pairing. I don't know if there's any other brother and sister pairings lining up for their uh, respective Hockey One franchises. No, I'm not sure. Not well, a, a, bit of of research, go- a bit more research. Gibbs, which maybe me. Gibbs in for, for, for WA, quite possibly.
0: I was very impressed with the amount of information you were able to provide during that interview. Oh, no, right, OK. No, thank you, thank you have
1: done your homework. What, yeah.
4: what was that? No, you have done your homework.
2: <laughs> do you remember
0: the last time you did your homework to such a significant degree was when you were talking about the uh, the new South African League that was being announced oh the
1: there room. you go the PHL who were we talking yeah. to then was that
0: Cal- Calvin yeah Kelvin. there you go that was Kelvin. You did your homework, my friend.
1: Well done. Uh, so, yeah, Hockey One gets underway this weekend, John. Sultana Brand Hockey One. They've also got another major partner in West Fund that have come on board. That's good to see. Uh, a few stats and, and bits of information about the competition. Uh, it's a 49-day season with 21 double-header home and away event days plus finals. So those doubleheaders mean that both the men's and the women's teams are playing on the same day back-to-back. It might be women first, men uh, Men first, whatever way round it is um, and every one of those games will be streamed live on KO Sports, so that's just here in Australia unfortunately, you won't be able to get your eyes on it anywhere else in the world uh, the seven, seven rounds will give each team a bye following the home and away phase the top two men's and women's teams will host semi-finals against the third and fourth ranked teams over the weekend of November the 9th the 10th, and the winners of those semis then progress to the grand final in a doubleheader on the 16th of November the hosting venue of the grand finals is planned to be the home of the highest-ranking women's team in 2019, followed by the highest-ranking men's team in 2020, and alternating thereafter. Um, as we talked about before with Sam and Sarah, uh, there are restricted team lists. is one of the, the changes to the rules. So, just 14 players in total allowed on game day, including the goalkeepers. I f- did find it interesting to say this, for Sarah to say that it would just be the 14 travelling though. You just think an injury in your, in your warm up. It's um, potentially treacherous for the sides, isn't it? But if it's about keeping the cost down and that's the way you gotta do it, that's the way you've got to do it. Maybe there's somebody on standby somewhere locally. <laughs> Who knows? Take your kit. Um, the field goal conversions, like you mentioned yep. before, they'll be taking place. So when a field goal or a penalty stroke is awarded during field play, uh, the same athlete will have an automatic one-on-one shootout with the goalkeeper for the chance of an extra goal. There's your celebratory moments for you, John. Uh, all matches must have a winner. Match points will be given Ooh. with five points for a win, or two points to each team in the event scores at a level at full time. A shootout will then occur with one point awarded to the winner of the shootout. The losing team, of a match decided in regular time, will receive a zero points.
0: I am looking forward to uh, checking it out, Matt. Uh, one thing I really like, as we mentioned before, is uh, a shorter list. I'm really interested to see how that plays into the, the sort of hockey that we get. Yeah. If it has an effect at all. Yeah, yeah. If it doesn't have an effect... And I would suggest that means we don't need that many on the list. <laughs> um,
1: well, this is a trial for one year, and then the yeah, group, Hockey like Australia, it. this is ratified by the FIH, but Hockey Australia have got to write up a report at the end of the year and take it back to the FIH and, and discuss the findings and see what needs to be tweaked, what needs to be got rid of, um, yeah, who knows. Uh,
0: then we've also got the uh, the rule that I really, really don't like about having the the opportunity to score a goal after you've already scored a goal. The bonus goal opportunity. Um,
1: You're not a fan of that? No, nah,
0: nah. not a fan of it at all. Don't like it and will probably never like it. It doesn't mean that it shouldn't be in the game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think one of the things that we, we struggled a little bit with uh, when the trials were happening uh, was that the loss of flow to the game and how the 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 production team dealt with... The, the shootout goal because there's a disrupt sorry the shootout goal or not goal but the, there's a disruption within the game that stops the natural flow to of the, the game to the play to the play yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so how that affects the the running of the game and how it affects the presentation of the game one of the issues i think we found with the trials was uh, if you didn't catch the shootout goal straight away well they quite often they they pop on the the replay action had restarted and something had happened at the other end of the field in the time that it had taken to to show the replay of that shootout goal so how that's managed will be interesting Uh, from what I understand it's all central production from Melbourne uh, and so I don't believe there's commentators on site I might be wrong with something in in the eastern states but I don't believe there's commentators on site at each of the venues, I think that's being done remotely Uh, camera
0: crews on site?
1: yeah well you'd hope so
0: yeah, well, <laughs> well, could be. Uh, we've seen remote cameras in operation before.
1: Yeah, not for the not for the broadcast quality. You would need to be having it on a, a service like KO or, or Fox Sports for the finals. No.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. I'm looking forward to seeing if the changes make much of a difference at all. Maybe they won't. Maybe they will. I still can't see me liking the consolation goal.
1: There's some good good stuff happening around social media <laughs> from most of the franchises. Um, and then, you know, you've got the little sort of player videos and silly questions and uh, you know, all that sort of stuff happening. If, uh, now, that's you... good. That's good. There's a, there's a bit, you know, a bit of awareness being built. I don't know that there's a huge amount of awareness being built in the wider Australian media landscape. Of course, it's the Australian rules football grand final this weekend
2: and so rugby so, league
1: next, and, weekend. And next weekend. So it's yeah. always, you, 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 it's tough going up against the, the pinnacle games of two big, big sports, two dominant sports, certainly more dominant than, than hockey. Um, not quite sure how those ticket sales are going for it. First three games, uh, six games, but the first grand three...
0: final ticket sales are going well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: sure. um, so this weekend we open up with New South Wales versus Adelaide, Canberra versus the Canberra Chill versus Brisbane Blaze, uh, Perth Understicks versus Hockey Club Melbourne. Uh, so that's all happening on Sunday, back to back, sort of you know five and a bit hours worth of uh, of hockey happening. And you can get your eyes on that locally. Just a quick run through some of the, some of the sides and some of the, the players to watch out for, John. Um, Adelaide Fire, um uh, picked up a couple of NT boys and New South Wales capped, uh, boys into the squad there. Um, not a lot of big name players. Um, uh, so it'd be interesting. You're squeaking a lot there. What are you doing? <laughs> is that your knees? No, uh, I think
0: we need some oil hey, on the hey, chairs. Hey, that noise is so
1: delightful. Behave yourself. Head coach, uh, Mark Victory there, uh, for the Adelaide Fire women, uh Hockey Ruse, Carrie McMahon, Jane Claxton in the mix there, Mickey Spano, recent um uh addition to the hockey ruse side, Ashley Wales in goal, um and interestingly, Gemma McCaw. Um Playing in there, the, uh, recently returned New Zealand international, not playing international hockey, but has just played for Midland in the Ford NHL in NZ. And I think she finished top scorer. They didn't make it through to the final, but the, she finished top scorer in the competition there. Um, that was a bit of a shout out to, uh, she had a good shout out on social media to some of the trolls. Certainly there was a troll that was in the, um, uh, in the ground and abused her. So she, uh, um, Stood up against it on social media this week. Great stuff. Check out Gemma's...
0: What, 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 what? Huh? Come on, fill in the rest of the goss. What was said? What was how, said? how was she trolled?
1: OK. Uh, so she wrote on her Instagram, to the man in the arena, it's not the critic who counts, not the man... Oh, this is, this is a the- Theodore Roosevelt... Um, To the man who ridiculed me from the sideline tonight, I just want you to know I'm a new mum coming back from having a baby nine months ago. I probably didn't think I'd be lining up for NHL nearly 15 years since playing my first ever tournament in here. (laughs) So. But I'm here, and I'm giving it my absolute best. Sometimes sport doesn't believe in fairy tales. It didn't go our way tonight, but I'm very proud of the way our team played with so much heart. A big thank you to everyone in my corner for having me to get back to the play in the game. I love It's because of you I get to do this. Um... So, yeah, she's back. Anyway, had a good Hello. NHL, and it will be involved with the Adelaide Fire in the Hockey One competition. Uh, Brisbane Blaze looking very strong on the men's side. Uh Kukaburra's Corey Weyer, um Robert got uh, Robert six caps. Um, who else is in there? Tim Howard, Dylan Wotherspoon, Daniel Beal, Matthew Swan, um, You've got a few blokes that play. Some quality hockey players yeah. all, the, all the way through the squad there. Uh, Matthew Wales, uh, also former Kookaburra, the head coach there. Brisbane Blaze women equally strong. Uh, Savannah and Madison Fitzpatrick in there. Jody Kenny, Jordan Holtsberger, um, Renee Taylor. Lots and lots of quality through through the squad there and. Uh, the head coach is Nikki Taylor, ably assisted by team manager Lee Bodimead, so I'm sure there'll be a few <laughs> words of wisdom there. Canberra Chill on the men's side. Uh, a lot of local guys, but also a couple of Japanese internationals in uh, Manabu Yamashita and Fukuda Kentaro. Uh, and uh, the rock at the back there will be Andrew Charter in goals. Uh, you know, they, they will struggle a little bit in the competition, but uh, Charter will keep them well alive in a lot of games there. Uh, head coach Peter Morgan. Canberra Chill women. They've also uh, enlisted the help of a couple of Japanese internationals. Uh, goalkeeper Sekiyo Asano, 107 caps um, from 2010 to 2019. And Yui uh, Ishibashi. Oh, Ishibashi! Oh, uh, yes. yes. A Ishibashi, great name yeah. for a hockey player. Um, plus uh, <laughs> internationals. Uh, who else we've got in there? Eddie Bone, uh, Brooke Paris from the NT. Um, Anna Flanagan back in uh, ACT colours yep. after playing for New South Wales and the last time around in the Australian Hockey League in that push to get back into the hockey ruse um, and uh, got, oh young lady called Becky Middleton I don't know if you know the name um, 86 caps for England uh, married to some bloke who's just retired from um, international hockey over there uh, so there's a few, a few uh, big bad buzzer we'll have to get onto that so they're looking good Hockey Club Melbourne uh, George Baisley in goal Russell Ford ex-Cookaburra captain Josh Pollard current Cookaburra Max Hendry under 21 uh, the list goes on Kieran Ar- 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 Salam, um has played a, a fair bit for the Cookaburras I think he's back in the, the development squad at the moment um, Aaron Kleinschmidt Johan Durst in the goal Cookaburras uh, goalkeeper there as well so, uh, Jay Stacy, the assistant coach, and Lachlan Anderson, the head coach there. Hockey Club Melbourne for the women. Uh, Christina Bates, Lily Brazell, uh, Takara Haynes, um, English girl, uh, Haley Paget, Maddie Radcliffe, Rachel Lynch, the rock at the back, uh, coached by Tim Strap. And we'll get through to New South Wales. Uh, men's side, Lockie Sharp, Tom Craig, Matt Dawson, Blake Govers, Kieran Govers, quality all over, just keep going here, John. Uh, Brent Livermore, the head coach. New South Wales Pride. Uh, the women's side. Uh, Caitlin Nobs, uh, Hockey Roo in the team there, alongside Georgie Morgan. Um, Casey Zablowski is back in. Um, she, I think it was back last played in 2014 for New South Wales as, as captain. Uh, and uh, Emily Chalker as well. Aussie captain, she's in there. <sighs> I'm getting there, guys. Perth Thundersticks. Jake Harvey, Braden King, Fraser Gerrard, Tyler Lovell, Tom Wickham, um, international quality all over, Trent Mitten, Liam Flynn is in the National Development Squad, one of the, the top local scorers. He'll be one to watch. Um, and a hell of a team there. Oh, this is interesting, John. One of the assistant coaches. Well, they've got one, two, three, four, five assistant coaches. Kyle Brown, Russell Lee, Bevan George, some names there, Chris O'Reilly, and Tristram Woodhouse. Ah. Oh. Really? Well, I don't know how he can be the assistant coach for the, the Thundersticks <laughs> um un- underneath Alistair Park head coach because I thought he was coaching you. Uh
0: well, he'll be f- he'll be at a couple of our games during the Masters, I believe. Ah. He uh, he did a training session with us um a couple, couple of weekends ago. Yeah. Uh last weekend actually, and it it was really good it was really cool and i actually learned something it wasn't just uh it was really good just a, a little thing not not a big thing like a big tactical thing uh, just a little skill thing
1: did you pick any t- tips up
0: yeah oh, lots. Yeah, yeah no he was he was good good fella and uh hopefully i'll be able to pinch him down south for a few minutes to have a chat and uh Talk about all that sort of stuff for the podcast down the road.
1: Yep, fantastic. We're looking forward to bringing you some of that next week. Uh, We'll quickly finish off, John. Perth Thundersticks, uh, women, uh, Penny Squibb and Georgia Wilson, both current hockey roos in the squad there, plus another nine players that are part of the junior development, the national development, or under-21 squads. Uh, And then finally, uh, on to Tasmania, Tigers for men, of course, our guest earlier on. Second favourite team. Sam McCambridge um, in a side there alongside Jeremy Haywood Tim Devin Jack Walsh Kieran Arthur Joshua Bouts friend of the show friend of oh. Totally Pro League Hayden Bouts his brother Eddie Ockenden uh, I think they're a good shout they've only won the AHL in the, the former tournament once back in 2014 uh, but th- I think they're a good chance there is that you in that bloody seat again <laughs> you're you're trouble tonight yeah. um, uh, coached by Andrew McDonald and the women's side, coached by Luke Dorner, former Cookaburra's yeah. drag flick king. Um, obviously, Sarah's in uh, Amelia's fans the the so. as the captain. Sorry? Pretty good down the back. Pretty good so. down the back. Anyway, good luck to everyone taking part and everyone supporting their Hockey One sides in the inaugural Sultana Brand Hockey One League kicking off this weekend. Thank you. You've obviously done a lot of work on that. Thank you. Oh, you have done your homework well, yes, I have done my homework, John, you know. I'm Reece Smith, and you're listening to the Reverse Stick Podcast, GloHopo. Yes, indeed. Hashtag GloHopo. Yo, 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 you are with the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast, the only weekly Hockey podcast, but there are a few more podcasts out there this week, John, there's a new one, Hockey Hockey. 24-7, Top of the D, you've got a new one out there, Um, Hockey Dev Talk, have got a new one out there as well, so get on, and if you speak Dutch, there's plenty coming out of studio hockey as well. All
0: the time, and uh, did you know that we are number 380 of sports and recreation podcasts in Great Britain? (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, I didn't. I got the email this week. What on iTunes, is it? Or?
0: No, some other tracking
1: what right. well, yeah. Number three hundred and eighty. Yeah, I can't wait to break into that top three hundred seventy mate.
0: No, I, I think we've got to make an earnest effort to break into the top three hundred.
1: Okay. So So the we'll After stick, Christmas stick with gonna... the glo- <laughs> sticking with the glow hope. That's that we reckon the yeast market's the way to go with it?
0: No, we'll just use it occasionally.
1: Okay, alright.
0: You came for that?
1: Yeah. Okay, um, what,
0: what else have you got? Let's keep going.
1: Get to ours, some more hockey stuff. Um, you had your eyes on any of the hockey fives in India this week? No. I have. Watched a couple of games. Honestly, it's dollars ditch water. And
2: oh, all, really? all due
1: respect, there's some, some talented hockey players and there's some, some great skills on display, but the structures involved with the game, uh, yeah, thank you, the structures involved with it, the the danger element, the shoot from anywhere, and some of the... Poor quality shooting as well. Bad decision-making with it. It's just not fun to watch. I've I've, I've really tried to watch two or three games and haven't been able to complete one of them. There we go. Really? Yeah. Surprise, surprise.
0: I thought you would be reasonably amenable to Hockey Fives once you watch the product because you're you're a bit more hip to what the younger generation's
1: into. Yeah, that's right. Um, Whilst we're in India, John, Couple of articles in the past few days have, have <laughs> turned up again? on the yep. in indianexpress.com from our good friend Mihir Vasavda, uh, one of our push past pundits. Check out push past pundits.
0: When are we? Uh,
1: At, yeah, we'll record one of those soon, don't worry okay. about that. Okay. Um, there'll be plenty to talk about in it John anyway. Um, the headline goes, Commonwealth Games waste of time, India should withdraw altogether. I.O.A. President. That's the Indian Olympic Association President, John. The government has so far resisted the calls from the I.O.A. and N.R.A.I. to boycott the Birmingham Games, saying such decisions cannot be taken unilaterally. Claiming they are no longer relevant, Indian Olympic Association President Narinda Batra has called for the country to withdraw altogether from the Commonwealth Games rather than boycotting a one-off edition. Batra added that India should instead focus on taking part in international events where the level of competition is high to improve its standing at the Olympics. Batra said he would put up this proposal at the IOA Executive Board meeting, which is likely to be held next month. If the members approve, the Olympic body will take it up with the government and subsequently the Commonwealth Games Federation President when she visits the country in November. Now we are quoted here, John. These games have no standard. For me, these are a waste of time and money. We win 70 medals. 100 medals at the commonwealth games while at the olympics we, we get stuck at two medals Batch of the indian express referring to india's tally in rio that means the level of competition isn't high at commonwealth games it's not a ranking tournament either so why waste time we should rather go to better competitions and prepare for the olympics in July, uh, the, the IOA took an unprecedented step and proposed a complete boycott of the 2022 Commonwealth Games in Birmingham after the organisers dropped shooting from the programme. Of course, we talked about that uh, on the show. Um, Bactra said he wasn't in favour of boycotting a standalone edition of the Games. I'm not in favour of the boycott. In sports, you never use the word boycott. My fundamental principle is either we withdraw permanently or go and compete. Batcher said. We will have an internal discussion in IOA before the meeting with CGF on November the 14th. I'll pull up this suggestion in the IOA meeting and see if there is a consensus. We'll have political decisions as well. Um, so there we go. It goes on to say India have won 101, 64 and 66 medals in the 2010, 2014 and 2018 editions to the Commonwealth Games respectively. Athletes wi- winning medals at these games receive hefty prize money with centre earmarking. 30 lakh for gold medalists, 20 luck for silver winners and 10 luck for bronze medalists. The state governments offer separate prize money while employers like railways, oil companies and state police department offer cash incentives and or promotions to the medal winners. Batra acknowledged his suggestions may not go down with athletes. Athletes may hate me for it because they get prize money for these games. I will request the government to divide this prize money in different tournaments of a better level. Batra said, if it's not a good competition, then why should we go? Yeah, well, there you go. What so that's you, that's what the head of that, of that. That's what well, it's the head of head of our sport. Um, yeah, treading in very murky territory um, for the Commonwealth Games for the countries that are involved is a big tournament, and for some countries, it's the only multi games tournament they're ever going to make it to, isn't it? Um, oh, I find man. it interesting as well that that that, that he comments. Um, that uh, they want to raise themselves to to Olympic standards, so that there are better tournaments out there to be able to do that. Well, the Commonwealth Games is, is every other two years. You could use that quite easily as your preparation for the Olympics. Sure. If if it, if it, the problem with India is they work on eighteen month cycles and and chuck the coaches out and have to start everything afresh again.
0: Yeah, and I think for the countries that are involved with the Commonwealth Games, they are a big deal. Yeah. And that... And just like the... They're uh, one of the very few multi-sport tournaments that a lot of sports will get to. And there's something special about multi-sport tournaments. Now, on previous podcasts, I might have said one of the good things that hockey could do leading into the future is to get out of the Olympics because I I think we're going to get squeezed out of that by other upcoming new sports for a host of reasons. Um... So, take in the hockey context, would it mean much of the Commonwealth Games disappeared? No, it probably wouldn't. But for a lot of sports, it would be a terrible thing for India to pull out.
1: Yeah. But there was another quote here as well from Dr. Batra The entire Middle East does not compete in Commonwealth Games, the USA doesn't either. Ultimately IOA will vote for it As a sports administrator It's my duty to make sure India has a strong team For the 2024, 28 and 32 Olympics We won't achieve that by competing at the Commonwealth Games He said So it seems as though his mind has been made up You know it's uh And what Dr Batra wants He quite often gets doesn't he Yeah
0: we'll see how it plays out See how it plays out
1: Matt Well I was expecting something uh A lot more explosive from you on that
0: No, I've got not much to say about what the um, president of the Indian Olympic Committee says about the Commonwealth Games. (laughs) Does that make sense? Next. Is that ready, Plater?
2: Hello, I'm Nick Irvin and you're listening to The Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast.
0: So what did the president of the FIH say about a boycott of Indian <laughs> hockey team? What, what was that about?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember, about?
0: Remember that rubbish you read out last week about compliance and crap?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay, sure just hey, saying. I'm not sure it's compliance. Just
0: crap, saying.
1: Uh, new uh, edition of Hockey World News magazine is out, John. We've got articles this time around... Uh, from Ashley Morrison, Keeley Dunn, Harpreet Labacera, Juggins, Simon Orchard, Stephen Findlader, and Jack Rolf also in there and some other stuff. So get your eyes Ooh, on that. Ooh,
0: two to uh, work on there. Find,
1: uh, what's that? Two to work on. Well, Ash has been on the show, yeah. Keeley's been on the show. Harpreet, of course, a push past mm-hmm. pundit. Findo's been on the show. I want to speak to Findo next week, actually. Findo, if you're listening, give us a call. Let's we'll talk uh, EH Out Knockout 16 next week, please. Uh, Orchard's not been on the show. Alright. We'll get Orchie, and Sarah Jenkins hasn't been on the show as well. So Sarah and Orch, mm-hmm. expect a phone call. Because uh, we didn't share with you the interview we did with um, uh, with Sarah and Sam. We'd normally sort of do that through Facebook Messenger or Skype and have it coming through uh, John's computer. Not this time with the new Rodecaster Pro. Oh, no, no, no. They're Bluetooth, taking the
0: technology out of my hands.
1: Bluetooth, ladies and gentlemen. And it was just a normal phone call, John. Bluetooth it through to the desk. I That's hope it sounded sweet. okay. Well, we don't know. We don't know if it sounded sweet or not, but hopefully it did. Oh, we've
0: got to get the cash register sign, um, sound effects, so I can say thank you, road. Genius. That's right. but they haven't yep. supplied us with anything for free. We've paid for everything straight <laughs> up,
1: just quietly. Thank but, you, you know. to our patrons. Uh, yes. And, of course, if you want to become a patron, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick. John, um, we do have an announcement, actually. Uh, uh, gonna, now he's trying to play with our new product. We've got a uh, a new Patreon subscriber this week. Have really? Well done. And not only a new Patreon subscriber, um, a new $20 Top tier Patreon subscriber, um, Gavin Hutan. So Gavin. Gavin Hutan. Yeah, Gavin Hutan. Oh. well, that was the that, yeah. That, <laughs> do you know Gavin Hutan? I might know who it is. Right, go on. Yeah. I just might know who it is. Okay, well, thank you very much, Gavin. We really appreciate it, secret subscriber, for uh, for helping us continue with our hockey podcast endeavours. Uh, talking about socials actually get on and uh, check out BossF Hockey there's another promotion happening there this week on Instagram yeah. uh, can't remember what hockey stick brand it's for get on that oh yeah sorry Hockey World News that's, all, that's what I was saying uh, check out Hockey World News on the socials get the link through to edition 12 it goes through to a site called Southly if you can afford to pay for it please do a dollar two dollars ten dollars a hundred dollars if you've got a few bucks or pounds, or euros, whatever it might be. Um, and, but, of course, it's there for free as well if you're too tight and you don't want to pay for it, uh, just like uh, we haven't. We'll, we'll sort something out for you, Jay. Uh, hockey paper goes online digitally this week as well, and there's opportunities oh, for, really? uh, for oh, on, good. online subscriptions for oh, that one to, too.
0: I've got to get a, a hard copy sent.
1: I, w- I, I want to read one. like Yeah, but by the time it gets here, it's only six weeks old, isn't it? Um, that's not the point. The thing is, what we are going to do is support it so they start yeah, giving yeah, it away free on newspapers on that daily flight from from Heathrow to, to Perth. Because we're
0: always on that uh, flight. Well, no,
1: but we can just get somebody to drop it off for us, can't we? That's easy done. To... Um, what else we got for you? Oh, shout out to Phil Marshall as well. Probably listening to his first ever episode of The Reverse Stick. Because you're going to email Because well, no, I told him the McCambridges were, were on. He said, oh, ah. I'll, I'll have a listen in to that. Uh, thanks, Fab. Hope you're listening. Still, Still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and one other thing, did notice a bit of activity from uh, our old mate Clint Flicker um, on Twitter in the week. Somebody, uh, oh, Tansy Lee, uh, said, "Oh, I hadn't heard from Clint," or made made some comment about about Clint. Um, and uh, I just saw something come back. He's p- apparently he's playing in the Chinese Super League at the moment. There's a, um, I'm assuming an 11 aside Super League competition happening in China right now he's getting paid the big bucks um, really but he can't he can't get much access on Twitter so he can't really update us as what's going on he's not
0: drinking too much baby milk is he
1: (laughs) I uh, did check out Weibo he's got 2.3 million followers on there on Weibo yeah so he's obviously um, a a, a big big deal over there Um, so Clint if you are listening good good luck over there mate didn't you
0: pick up or see some girl at the airport that had like Two hundred million followers or something?
1: Oh, I did, I did, yeah. No, there was, more, there was more than that. There was a it was a Chinese reality TV show. And they <laughs> were fil- yeah, they were filming it here, and there's about six of them. There's some big stars, like big big movie stars from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and you know, oh really? Yeah, other movies and things. Um, yeah, no, with millions millions of followers, this TV show is the highest rated thing. So if you if you want to go back and see the Perth edition of what's it called? Um
0: it wasn't that you are the one no, so va- no, no, va-
1: no vacation romance happy happy time please or something like that um, <laughs> yes. so, 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 <laughs> so it's that on way no it's something like that uh, so it's that on way but you might catch me at the airport in the background good luck yeah thanks very much we got uh, anything
2: else
0: yeah yeah a couple of things go Jared on. sent us another email oh we did Yeah, we? yeah go on, I'll I'll,
1: update the I've got that on the phone have we got any sad music no sad music yeah uh, so last week we uh, uh, we got a letter from Jared Ivanovich uh, and telling us about all of the grand final exploits coming up last weekend. Um, we got a note from Jared. Well, the hockey gods were displeased with.
0: Oh. Oh, that's not so sad. Is it? <laughs> no. its this sad? No. We don't Jared. have any sad. Well,
1: the hockey gods were displeased with us. Three grand finals lost. Two in shootouts where we couldn't buy one, and one in normal time. My team had a hard-fought nil-nil draw and then couldn't score in the shootout. The team we lost to had qualified in fourth place, then went through semi-final, preliminary final and grand final in nil-nil draws, winning via shootouts. And, and that's where you can put the sad music in at the end. Um uh, by the way, ACT runs. By, by the way, ACT runs only on uh, the only. Oh Jesus Christ! Only the top two grades are sixty minutes in four quarters. The rest run as thirty-five minute halves. So they've repelled the quarters lower down the grades in the Australian Good. Capital Territory. Jared,
0: great you're to gonna you have, have to get used again, to them though for yeah. the next couple of weeks. At the Australian Masters, Jared's going to be representing the ACT in the over 55 Division 2, I believe.
1: He, he is indeed.
0: So we're going to try and catch up. I do get your email, Jared. Um, I'm having problems with my email account. It doesn't surprise me. <laughs> But I, I did get your email. It just won't send things back. I haven't had the time to ring that dude up on the phone, you know
1: desk. It's a, it's amazing we've ever recorded one podcast, let alone 113 of them. Um, uh, plus plus.
0: But uh, I'm in Divi two over fifties, Jared. So uh, we'll we'll catch up there. I'm sure our fixtures will overlap somewhere along the line and uh, have a quite cold one and carb re carbohydrate.
1: Yeah. Well, the women's championship has just got underway on the Gold Coast in the past day or so, and the men's championship here in Western Australia. If you are down there and you listen to the show. Go and check out the Western Australian men's over fifty Divi Two fixtures. Get yep. your programmes. The programmes were delivered today, I saw. Get hold of your programs. Where go and go and find the hippie on the field <laughs> <laughs> and um and shout some abuse. In particular, shout, bring back the bully Yep. Hippie. Really? Well, isn't isn't that what you're being called within your team? No, not yet, but you uh, might have started it. Oh, I don't know about that. No. How do we get out of this? Oh, technology, folks. You reckon I'm bad. I reckon we just uh, give one of them. Oh, no. No, one. it's... Oh, it's the red button.
2: That's the outro. <laughs> yeah, so
0: let's, we're going out. Yeah, or you go like this first, and then you say, well, that's about all we've got time for, John.
1: Oh, well, no, no,
2: no, no. Well, no. that's
1: about all we've got time for, John, this week on the reverse stick. Uh, thank you, dear listeners, for tuning in and subscribe oh, look, look, if, yeah please do don't just listen on the website subscribe to something and if you're on iTunes give us five stars put a little review on there apparently that stuff still matters we don't try and push it nearly, nearly enough John uh, thanks for joining us hope you have a great hockey week and uh, if you head to hockey one games woohoo are you doing a podcast next week uh, yeah I will do yeah okay I'm gonna, yeah <laughs> we'll see you next week
0: He's pretty good, isn't
1: he? Who? Jade. Who? Jade. Jade? Bloomfield? Yeah. yeah. Uh, good at what? You know, Morrison. Done. Yeah? Yeah. or well, yeah. do you think you want some agency fees or something, do you? Or do you oh, think we should be paying, paying more because they're they're published in Hockey World News? Well,
0: we're obviously
1: influencers.
0: are we? <laughs> <laughs> we're the Kardashians of the
1: hockey world. Um... Yeah, quite possibly, mate. G- Kardashians of the world. <laughs>